body is divided into three components the okay. mind the brain and the body what is up everybody this is aishwarya here and you're listening to the sports glory the sports glory so first of all thanks for accepting my invite and being a part of my podcast the sports glory ganit indeed it's my pleasure because uh, it's a very great initiative done by you you know i actually admire a lot of your posts and initiatives it's very grateful and i think it's one of its kind in india okay. you know an exclusive sports podcast i have been yeah. listening in india yeah thanks a lot for that so i guess let's get started then sure yeah we know psychology is related with our mind but what's the connection between our mind and the body can you explain yeah sure so basically you know the human body is divided into three components the okay. mind the brain and the body so a lot of people say that you think from your brain but no that's actually true and that's actually false okay. because you think from your mind you initiate your process from your mind and later it is taken to your brain and the brain processes the particular thinking or thought and le- and then the brain gives you know further commands to the body to give a outcome okay. so it comes out in a process like this initiation from your mind and processing through your brain and the work done through your body okay so what exactly is mental breakdown and how can you cope up with it so mental breakdown you know scientifically it is called as an acute psychological condition okay. wherein you undergo wherein you undergo a mental stress so during mental breakdowns you will be unable to perform normal functionings of your body just you know like eating sleeping and talking to others you will feel very nervous okay so you know the best way to cope up with a mental breakdown is to seek a professional advice and to get under medication if required okay so this is a very acute and a short term condition if this, if such episodes you know continue to occur you know for a long period of time then it it, uh, it is called as a chronic condition so now now like gets into sports so like how does injuries in sports affects a mental health of an athlete because we know like injuries are part and parcel of sports and we can't live without it injuries you know not only affect the bodily aspects of an athlete it's okay. all it also affects a lot psychologically because the entire person is completely shattered he questions himself about his future of the sport and uh, what 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 not so a strong mind can actually you know uh, be helpful in act, you know in preventing injuries as well to an extent you okay. cannot completely prevent an injury but a strong mind can actually prevent injuries to a certain extent and strong mind actually involves in you know injury rehabilitation and and the healing process as well okay. because i have come across many examples i would like to quote an example of my close friend who was fractured you know uh, unfortunately fracture is a very determined wicket keeper he was fractured okay. and the doctor actually ruled him out out of the ruled him out of the game for about uh, you know close to 3 months or something okay and the whole healing process needed 6 months sorry 6 weeks but uh, due to his strong will power and due to his strong determination due to his strong mind he made through that 6 weeks into 3 weeks okay that's actually you know he recovered exactly he recovered from a faster rate that is not like you know a week or so he made it through you know 50% of uh, what the doctor actually said 
Okay. So to me, mind plays an important role in injury rehabilitation, and how well you recover from a particular injury is majoritarily based on your mind, not okay. only your pathological processes and healing. That was a great explanation. So, like the next thing is, do you think leadership skills has something to do with state of mind? As we know, like Dhoni is known as a captain cool. Do you think that is because he is mentally stable or something? Before going into the example of Dhoni, let's understand what are the requirements of a leadership. Okay. Leadership basically needs three things: decision making, how well you react to a particular situation, and a strong mind. Okay. So when I say what does it mean? When you have a strong mind, you 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 know you reflect a strong aura around you. That is what Emma's Dhoni does. he has an you know impeccable mind he has a impeccable mind that you know you know uh, gives out and reflects out so much of positive aura and it is further undertaken by the players around him as well yeah. further there will be positive outcome which is required for the team okay so as a leader it is an imperative process that he reflects and a positive aura by himself okay so obviously mind plays a huge role you know you know giving out a positive aura and the leadership as well and that is where dhoni plays a huge role of course of course so like how often do you think an athlete should take up a psychological training so psychological training is something very very imperative and it's okay. often neglected by a lot of uh, it is often neglected by a lot of athletes even the you know pro or the, the elite level athletes don't give enough importance to psychological training so let's take an example of a normal novice or a beginner who steps into the sporting arena for the first time what all he or she does he involves in uh, skills training of a particular sport and then he you know prepares his body in the in the form of physical training and stuff but where does he or she you know find importance to because mind is a very imperative part of all the activities that you do on the field but nobody you know takes enough importance for that so to me psychological training is something called as the essence of mind okay. it is the strength and conditioning of mind so why psychological training it you know increases the motivation focus and the arousal level we as sports scientists or sports psychologists or whatever it is it is imperative for us to increase the intrinsic motivation so let me explain what intrinsic motivation is okay. intrinsic motivation is nothing nothing but the motivation that comes within you okay you feel motivated by yourself of doing a particular activity or a particular sporting event okay so as long as you yourself don't feel motivated about doing the particular job you won't do it exactly so this psychological training is thoroughly you know uh, aims at increasing the intrinsic motivation okay. so that you yourself find the motivation within yourself that gives you you know enough uh, energy to do the particular process okay, so there are different uh, so there are different uh, methodologies to, to do psychological training there are visualization there are talk sessions self talk and uh, these are some of the examples of uh, psychological there are a lot more stuffs but okay. it's just a basic thing so I, i totally agree with you because i have been there in this training and one day i feel happy another day i'm like so dull or demotivated 
and then like end of the month i make sure i go and talk to my psychologist to make myself feel better and motivated like i guess that's how it works exactly i i feel immensely proud that at least some people like you still approach the psychologist yeah because i don't really believe like you need to fix your mind because that's important right exactly yeah so can you share us some examples of athletes with strong mind and a weaker mind that cost their career so there are lots and lots of examples that i can put forth but i have just chosen a particular example so that the listeners will be able to relate things to okay so there was this particular incident that happened in 2009 when uh, cricketer graham smith of south africa he his hand his, he he got a fractured finger okay in the second innings of uh, the test match and uh, there was there were you know nine wickets down and he was supposed to bat because they were supposed to you know save the test match okay. because australia were losing and uh, south africa was supposed to save the test match he despite having a broken finger came out to the field and he batted with the broken finger so that to me is a great example of how a strong mind works he could have very well sat in the dressing room saying that i have a broken finger and you know sat down and watched his team losing but he he had a strong determination that his team shouldn't lose so he came out and he played with a broken hand the team lost that doesn't matter so another example i would like to quote for the strong mind we all know that steve smith and david warner was involved in the ball tampering yeah. in the south africa tour right yeah so yeah. we all know what all problems that they faced with the media the uh, public and uh, with the you know the cricketing committee you know they were sacked for a year and they were brutally you know uh, criticized by the whole cricketing fraternity but when they came back they didn't bother any of those critics they just yeah, continued the from where they left yeah they just continued from where they left that's an impeccable you know uh, strong mind we always to get a lot of critics and we don't you know like criticizing you know we don't like get criticized but they had such strong mind that they came back and they they are performing well as well they are performing yeah. as good as they were performing right before the controversy so uh, to quote another example let's move away from cricket we all know about serena yeah williams how you know how how prolific 16 or 17 wimbledon i'm not sure about the year but uh, she was actually you know uh, pregnant yeah. she played the entire tournament you know having a baby inside her developing inside her so just imagine the amount of stress she would have gone through but upon all that she played entire tournament so imagine the you know plight of her mind the strong yeah, mind of the women you know yeah. exhibited that because so of her home i guess like you know like she won three world cup champions after giving birth to like almost three kids now i guess and like after giving also like birth to three kids she even won a world championship now that's an amazing exactly thing. these exactly these ladies you know shattered the stereotypes of moms cannot perform yeah, on field yeah exactly some of the examples where you know mom can be heroes on and off the field exactly i guess it's an amazing thing so so yeah so moving on to some you know for some examples where weaker mind costed their careers so we all know about uh, michael phelps one of the most yeah. uh, prolific swimmers but i have i recently read an article about him that he undergo he undergone 
a major depression and he was he actually you know attempted suicide so many times nobody okay. knows about that okay everybody sees only the glory and the, the medals that he you know gets but nobody sees his mental uh, stability nobody addresses that who knows who other you know who knows only when he tells we know about things like that yeah and there is this uh, there was this incident in 2006 uh there was this english batsman who was called marcus prastatik okay. he he was supposed to be one of the most you know impeccable left handed batsman he was such a confident man on the field so the english english team toured india in 2006 and there was this sudden uh, message from marcus prastatik that he has to leave india in the in the middle of the tour that he was suffering from some kind of a virus or some kind okay. of an infection okay but later the report suggested that the virus was the depression that he was going through it was not any microbe it is not any pathological condition he was undergoing some uh, you know depression and he was undergoing some stressful uh, you know psychological condition and later okay. he never turned up to international cricket he okay. left international cricket after that particular incident oh shit that that's bad yes he was forced to retire because he was not able to cope up with the mental stress that he was undergoing okay and largely i would like to blame the media because media is such a cruel uh, department and it comes to criticizing players yeah and he actually blamed the british media for his retirement and his excuse for this game okay that that's seriously bad to hear i didn't i never knew about it yeah <laughs> such <laughs> things don't okay. come out because it's a psychological condition such things don't come out people don't care about their minds at all yeah exactly that happens in india too <laughs> So like do you think we need to create an awareness about this importance of psychology in India? I think not awareness we should actually start uh, uh you know what to say start a you know a, a cult or start okay. an awareness program because nobody here you know addresses this mind you know especially people in sports especially people in India believe that if you go to a psychologist it's something a problem No, yeah. you go to a psychologist. You just went out. That's all. You don't have a particular problem. You don't need a particular problem to seek a psychologist. We have to shatter the stereotype first. Yeah, I we get have that. to be free. Yes, we have to be free enough to say people that I am going to a psychologist. We have to say that I am going to a psychologist, and it's not a problem. and we have to include the psychological training as a part and parcel of a particular training regime okay just like you're practicing in cricket and you're practicing your uh, your stuff and then moving on to your fitness and there has to be a particular time where you undergo a psychological training as well it has to be a part and parcel of your training regime and i emphasize okay. strongly upon that okay I guess that's that's so much needed because you know like our minds are unstable at time in a training because one day we feel high and one day we feel low and sometimes we give up because we continuously feel low so I need I guess we all need a psychological support every time Yes you know we all we can say that we humans I can you know survive alone I can be a lion of my own den but that is that doesn't work yeah. uh, in reality we need somebody at times we need somebody to you know tell talk to Yeah. we cannot you know keep ourselves closed and expect people to come and help no nobody will know unless we open yeah so do you think meditation works 
so in this like i mean this fixing up our mind not only meditation okay meditation and breathing goes hand in hand okay we all know we should know the importance of breathing breathing is fueling to the brain okay as i already said as i already said the brain is a place where your thought process is getting processed and it's getting into a program so that you do a particular action only when you fuel the brain properly you will be able to perform a particular action efficiently so okay. how do you fuel your brain only when you breathe properly there are particular techniques and uh, you know practices exclusively for breathing people okay, here don't know how to breathe pranayama yes pranayama is a is a is also a way of uh, you know you know making your breathe proper okay. so people here don't know how to breathe that's the basic okay. problem Okay. if you if you if one can correct this or her breathing then i think half the problem is done okay because breathing itself need a lot of you know a uh, lot of uh, bill, you know a lot of concentration and stuff if you don't concentrate on your breathing then everything is shattered okay. because fuel it's oxygen is your brain's fuel so breathing should be proper okay So now I guess I I got some couple of questions from my Instagram audience okay so I guess we can address that now so how to relax yourself before very big tournament because you know like we feel those heartbeats and all because I have been there you know like like last match when I played in TNCA I was playing in shape of the finals of the women's league and I went that bad at fifth down and you know like when I went there I was able to hear my heartbeat my hands were shattering those steps happen to me like why do you think and how can we like come up come out of this first of all find somebody that you can talk to okay. no matter what you tell them what you share with them they should not judge you it can be any person in the planet the world is so big that you can it's easy it's easy to find a single person so it can be your father it can be your mother you can be a friend girlfriend whoever it is okay. but just find that one person that you can talk no matter whatever it is talk to someone okay and then the next important thing is curb down your expectation expectation always kills <laughs> i totally agree with that <laughs> so don't expect anything don't expect about the result don't care about the result just go there and then play yourself okay and the next important thing is visualizing positive outcomes just close your eyes and imagine all the positive outcomes and you being a part of it okay because you know positive powers play an important role you know especially just before a competition because there are lots of negative things that can you know bother you but when you are positive enough not any you know no matter how negative it is it doesn't affect you okay i got the idea thing, visualization exactly that's a very you know important process a lot of people yeah. don't give you know importance to that and the next important thing is about belief believe in yourself you have done so much of hard work you have done you know 3 to 4 months of intense hard work just believe in whatever you have okay. you know there is no point in you know not believing in yourself and in asking others for help you should believe in yourself you should have that basic faith in yourself okay you know like the psychologist that i go he always says to me that like two things that matters in life is self belief and patience and he always says that these are the two mantras of his life so i guess that's totally true and i have i also like adapted it in my life so we'll go to the next question so what is the difference between sports psychology and sports therapy 
so to to briefly explain what it is sports therapy is nothing but the field sorry sports therapy is the applied field of sports psychology okay sports therapist use the sports psychology and uh, this basic psychological concepts in the therapeutic aspect so okay. sports therapy is nothing but the applied aspect of sports psychology itself it's okay. just a subset subset of psychology okay so what is sports anxiety yeah it's a very important question because a lot of people undergoes i think i think 99.99% of sports person undergo anxiety just with totally agree with that yeah so in psychological terms we call sports anxiety as a state anxiety okay that in when you are put into a particular situation you get anxious otherwise you are not an anxious person for example you are supposed to perform tomorrow that you got a important game tomorrow you start you know thinking a lot of steps today tonight itself that is called a state anxiety okay you, you put into a particular situation and in that particular situation you are very nervous and you undergo a lot of stress so here a particular sporting event gives you goosebumps or gives you you know that kind of a uh, stress you know that kind of a uh, you know mental stress and that's called sports anxiety i have been there <laughs> that I, yeah you know i can tell most of the sports persons have been there see i can tell myself that uh, you know you have to be positive this that but when when i am put into myself into a particular situation i get nervous it's a human tendency <laughs> yeah exactly you shouldn't like uh, you shouldn't deny that i am the strongest person that is being overly optimistic <laughs> yeah you should always know your limits before you know thinking about the positive things about yourself you should know your limits that is when you will know your strength okay so i guess we are done with the audience q and a so now like tell us about you and what are your future plans are you going to continue in this sports industry something like that so to be honest my passion is actually cricket umpiring you know it yeah exactly i love umpiring and i don't know if there is any other person who loves umpiring because i never met anybody like that yeah even i have none of my umpires friends have told me that they love doing it <laughs> so that is my passion but apart from passion if you ask my future goals a future aim my future my particular aim is that to change the mindset of people of the general community okay of how they think towards sport okay and how we can do we can do it by providing something providing something offering something as a service okay i get it me me and my partner are doing some uh, work which i cannot actually you know tell okay <laughs> so we are doing something we are working towards it we are trying to you know improve the sporting fraternity in india we want okay. to change the you know uh, entire sporting setup in india we just want the sporting field to be you know addressed as any other field in india just like you know doctor just like engineering sports should be a separate field and okay. people have to have that faith and for that we are working towards it and i think by the grace of god we will be succeeding in one day all the way for that i am super excited that you shared it <laughs> yeah and i i didn't share my ideas okay yeah, share yeah. what i'm going to do yeah so i guess we're almost at the end of this podcast and the final question that i got for you is your top 3 mental tips that you want to share to all the athletes out there who's listening to this yeah so these are the things that i follow i personally follow and i personally you know gotten uh, 
you know, uh, successful with this. Okay. As he already said, believe in yourself. That is the okay. first thing. Do what you love. Love what you do. Okay. Enjoy and relish whatever you do because if you start doing something because of somebody is doing or somebody is trying to tell you to do, you will not do that with uh, you know all of your mind. So, you know, always enjoy and relish whatever you do. Okay. And and be always determined and do not turn that determination into desperation because desperation leads to negative thought process. and that will be destructive to your mind and it will be destructive for people around you as well okay so i guess we are done with mantra yeah. okay so i guess yeah, yeah, it's yeah. amazing and like i'm sure the listeners are going to get lots of values out there and i'm super happy to have a i we had a great discussion about this sports psychology and all because i'm sure like not most of the people are talking about it Thanks a lot for listening and hope you enjoyed the podcast. And if you want to get featured, don't forget to DM me on Instagram at limelight underscore Aish. And have an amazing day ahead. And signing off, limelight Aish.